it's almost normal and inevitable to be sort of preyed upon by this world when you're young, you know? So there comes a time when you must shake everything off, you know, one way or another. And some people have got the energy to shake everything off by adventure, moving, traveling, doing things like that, you know? And other people do that by just falling down. Well, that's great, I love that. Um, and look, one thing I wanted to ask both of you, I did this briefly in an email, uh, and you might need to discuss it a bit, but a recommended list of things that inspired you, whether it's reading, artists uh, that you've seen, uh, music. Jean-Sébastien Bach. <laughs> music, music. Yeah, Kenneth White. It's a healer, it's music. Celtic civilization and the Druids. It's a passion. It's, it's to, to have, to find a, something that really you can hold on to, in spite of all the things that you don't want to hold on to, in spite of the, as you say, so despairingly. <laughs> I love the way, even despairingly. Uh, I, I just like the emphasis on that because you're right, there are thousands and thousands of people and they're right to be despaired. Yeah. The thing is, is that it's a healthy thing to be despaired. The world is despairing. Christian so, Bobin, again, come, came up with a brilliant idea. He said, despair and joy, I mean, go hand in hand. But the thing oh, that's is... That's interesting, you know? No, no, the thing is, is to have a passion. That, you know? Yeah, but then you have a passion. If you say you have a passion, like... Uh, it, could, it doesn't have to be in your writing. It doesn't have to be in your... For me, of course, it's my painting. It's my writing. It's the passion for life itself. All mm. right, when people haven't got that... Ah, I'll go back to another story that, well, that seems a bit like talking too much about myself. <laughs> I'm always helping people. So I said to the woman uh, in a deep, she'd just come out of a deep depression because I was teaching English as a foreign language. So I've had a lot of exposure to, to, to and you've had a lot of exposure. When you're a teacher, you, you, you have a lot of exposure. And she said to me, oh, no, I just, just feel like finishing it all off. And I said, well, I said, you don't think life is better. Okay, so the children had left her, she's all alone, you know, she's a dead mama. I said, well, what, isn't there anything you really love doing? Anything that in life that you love? Well, she says, once I loved cooking, when I was cooking for my children, and cooking when there was always cooking. So I said, do you imagine? That's marvellous. So I said, you've got one thing in your life now. You're going to cook cookies and you're going to make cakes and you're going to go to all the hospitals and you're going to sit every Sunday, you're going to distribute cookies <laughs> and, and feed half the world. who would be delighted to have homemade cookies instead of these horrible things that come on their trays in a plastic little thing. I said, she did it. Another one. I said this. I used the same uh, same tactic, and I said, "What? What about it?" Well, she said, "I love I love singing. I love singing." And I said, "Sing. Well, let me hear you sing." It was a it was a mom, le mom, Edith Piaf. She sang. So I said, "What's your favorite?" She said, "Edith Piaf." I said, "All right, I love Edith, Edith Piaf. Sing me an Edith Piaf." It was like as if Edith Piaf was standing in front of me. I said, "But that's marvelous. You sing marvelously." So you, I gave her addresses of the the, the blind institute there on Avenue. De, well, lots of addresses that I had, 
I said, you uh, and ask for interviews to go and sing uh, to these people on a Sunday afternoon, thinking of the tea parties at Shakespeare. <laughs> she, she's, uh, it's become her profession. They now pay her. She goes around singing Edith Piaf in, in all these different places. And it ended up, and she writes sometimes, I don't know, thank you so much. Sometimes I'm even asked, and they, they sometimes pay me. But she never thought that she would even get paid. But the, the fact is not that you're getting paid. The fact is that you're getting a bit of recognition and that people really like you so much they want you to yeah. come back. Yeah. You know, it's not in the money itself. Yeah, it's sometimes. a kind of gratefulness, yeah. you know, thankfulness. So uh, this is uh, one. You say, what is the little solution? There are a lot of little solutions. Ask the people first. You don't tell them. It's not for us to teach all the time. You ask the people what they love most. Yeah. And very often it's something simple. And I said, well, okay, you you sing, or you cook, or you. You sew, the other one who was sewing, she'd love... <laughs> yeah. It's gone out of fashion, but it's darning. I love darning. You know, when you have... Darning. Darning, oh, yeah. you know, socks. Darning socks. socks. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be the best darner on the street. Oh, I said, I, I remember that. So the other day I darned three pairs of socks of my grandson because it's his favorite socks, <laughs> Superman. And then on all these patterns that I bought him, he said, Mommy, so I said, give them here. Why make things simple when they can be complicated? <laughs> no, I'm saying this, sometimes the solution is simple. But you have yeah. to you have to drag it out of people. Yeah, but that's humanity. That's that little girl I said at the, the tea party yesterday. Yeah? Carry the book and write your dreams. And nobody had told her to do that. Nobody said that to me. She was sharp. She was really sharp. Yeah. The only danger of uh, going back to one's childhood dreams is infantilization. My, my and that's why, that's why, I mean, the, 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 the best method against infantilization, which takes some doing, some inner work, you know, it's, is precisely not to identify with anything, even the things you love doing, and you do very well, you don't identify with them. It's the antithesis of me. Because, because, because your antithesis. being, with a capital B, Two separate human beings. has nothing to do with anything you do, even if you're doing well, if, even no, if you love doing it, don't identify with it. And if one day you stop doing it, whatever the reason, you ought not to suffer. Chicken-pick. The that's what I think. That's what I live. That's what. That's the way that's I the feel. No, it's it's the result of a long and painstaking work. Despairing. Not despairing. Painstaking no. work. No, you're, you're, I'm teasing you. What you're doing is superb, and each one has to do it the way they think best. You're right. There are many, many, many. Uh, identification is solutions. our enemy. Identif identification with anything we do is that's our enemy. That's what I said. I said that. This is, can be a problem, maybe it's a bit there. We don't really know. We can throw out all these ideas. Sometimes they help, sometimes they don't. It depends on the situation, depends on the audience. Yeah. The Buddhists call that detachment. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I had but, a boyfriend that said that I'm becoming detached. But the bru- the, the true meaning of detachment doesn't mean do nothing. Do whatever you like life. doing, but from an inner distance, an inner healthy distance. You know. I'd like to um, just maybe close on two things. One is, um, yeah, absolutely introducing that uh, the drums. But before we do that, the idea of the tea party, obviously, you hold them. I, I wonder, do you have, um, as as the person that catalyzes that tea party every week, do you have a suggestion for people that might want to start their own tea parties, their own gatherings and readings of? Oh, the but a lot do. Mm. A lot Good. have. A lot have in San Francisco, in uh, a lot have. They say, I, I hope you don't mind. They say, I, I, I collect some of the most important. You see, I've got two very important messages today from two people wanting to come this week, if possible, to interview me. <laughs> I read it. Were you in the room or are you in the room? And the other one was asking what? She wants me to, anyway, to. So this comes all the time from the. So I, I do sometimes say, why not? If you can, you're not copying from me. This was George. This was George Whitman, and before George Whitman, it was Sylvia Beach. So it's a continuous thing. Why not? Everybody yeah. give a Sunday afternoon tea party.